0: Hello everyone and welcome to Socially Rewired, the weekly lifestyle podcast which talks about the joys and tragedies of growing up in the 21st century. I'm your host Niamh Fitzgerald and we are back for season three episode five. nearly halfway through the season. Hello everyone, how are you all doing? Another Sunday, another episode. How are we all feeling? I'm feeling great. I've somehow got this wave of motivation today. So I'm looking forward to this episode. Uh, It's been a weird week. Let's do a little story time, shall we? Let's gather in a circle, see what Neve has to say. So, I needed to get a blood test this week because my dermatologist advised me to, as I'm starting my acne-free journey, people. So I need to get a blood test. My appointment was Tuesday. I gasped myself up. I was like, Re- "Take my blood, if you will." I could have been in the Vampire Diaries, you know. What I mean, I was ready to get the blood sucked out of me. Now, I just want to point out the last time I had a blood test, I want to say I was like eight, 10 and I was traumatized mainly because I didn't know I was. it was going to happen. I didn't go in there to get a blood test. It was sprung on me. I kind of freaked out. I realized at the time I didn't have a fear of needles. I just had a fear of veins. I don't anymore, but it was at a point where if I looked at my wrist for a bit too long, I felt a bit queasy. But anyway... I went for a blood test on Tuesday. Fair enough, I didn't drink much water before because it was an early appointment, but anyway, I was sitting in the waiting room, keeping myself calm, and then I get pulled in. Heart starts beating a bit faster, but I'm, I'm breathing, I'm all right. Um, the doctor was lovely. I had never been to that doctor's before, but she was really nice. I was like, okay, whatever. And she put the band around my arm and we originally tried the right arm and she couldn't find a vein. And I was like, don't worry, got another arm left. Do you know what I mean? That's what it's there for. So we tried on the other arm and she was still struggling to find a vein. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, I'm just going to go for it, which is not really what you want to hear from a doctor, but okay we tried like four times as in like taking it out stabbing me taking it out stabbing me and she basically sent me away she couldn't find a vein anywhere um so she was like come back on Thursday I was a bit devastated mainly because I set myself up so much but I, I knew now I could handle the pain of like it going in and out so I knew I was going to be fine the next time. So we go back on Thursday. We waited in the waiting room for like half an hour, but whatever, if someone needs that extra half an hour, it doesn't bother me. I had had so much water that morning. I needed to go to the toilet the whole time I was waiting. And I was just like, I'm just going to have to go and risk it if I get called." So luckily I went to the loo and I didn't get called, So that was great. And then I got called like five minutes after. And, um, so it was a different doctor, so I was like, okay, maybe they've got more experience, I don't know, um, so I start, to, he me <laughs> he knows I came in on Tuesday, so he was like asking me questions about that, and then he like started making me do these like hand exercises, just like contracting my hand and that kind of thing, and he's put this band around my arm again, like put it on really tight and still couldn't find anything, um, we used the other arm, and I was like, fine, okay, we tried this one last time, didn't work, but we see how it is and again he was like I'm just gonna go for it and at this point I was like stab it in my neck if you have to honestly but he manages to find what he called a tiny vein and started getting some blood it was about like three minutes of it being in my arm and I was like thank god and then he takes out my arm and he's basically like not confident if we have enough blood and I was like okay okay um and he was just like 'We'll send it off and you may have to come back if there's not enough so fingers crossed I have enough blood but he was like it's really hard when you the person's got really bad veins I was like mate there is nothing I can do about that okay I'm sorry I have bad veins I never even thought that would be an issue but yeah we got there in the end very slowly and hopefully i don't have to go back but it's a step in the right direction the things i do for clear skin if any of you are listening out there with clear skin count your blessings because i'm out here getting stabbed in the arm there's a massive bruise on my arm now so my arm just like hurts hope you enjoyed that story time let's move into the dilemma shall we (laughs) The Dilemma Diary is a segment on the show where I delve into your dilemmas of which you've sent in. If you'd like to send in a dilemma you can do so via the anonymous form linked in the description of this podcast. What's great about this part of the show is that all dilemmas will stay anonymous which makes the Dilemma Diary a safe place where we can talk about real life problems we might have and it stays locked in the diary. Disclaimer I do not claim to be a professional advice giver, problem solver, doctor, therapist. I'm actually far from the sort which means please take what I say with a pinch of salt and do get a second professional opinion on everything I talk about. Okay, let's get into it. This was an interesting question. How to not base your worth off of grades? Something that is extremely important to know is that doing good at school and getting good grades does not mean you're successful and there's so much pressure on us to want to be a high achieving student whether you care for the subject or not which starts to trigger this craving for wanting high grades leading us dangerously into relating an a star with an emotion i.e happiness fulfillment if you will and we have somehow allowed ourselves And being pressured to correlate a low grade with disappointment, which we then allow to attack our self-worth, distorting the image of how we see ourselves and how successful we actually can be. Why? Because as humans, we are scared to disappoint people. It's actually called a But what's worse is that when it comes to numbers and grades, we are scared of our own fear of failure. We don't want to be the lowest achieving student in the class or the worst at something. As humans, we hate not having that one up in order to stop this toxic way of thinking you've got to have the idea in your head that having a good or bad grade only represents your ability to repeat a task and bring it to execution it represents an action at the end of the day doing a test is just a memory game which is separate from who you are as a human i just want to say though it is extremely normal to base your grades on your self-worth and trust me you are not the only one because that is the game of school you want the highest points and unfortunately school feeds into that ideology which makes it very hard to separate self-worth and achievement but definitely talk to someone who can help put that into perspective for you if that's becoming like something you're worrying about, because throughout life it's only gonna get worse. So the earlier you're able to separate the two is gonna be like a game changer. But I'm still working on it, so we're gonna work this out together. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay, how to get into manifestation. Now, I've definitely talked about this before, but it's something I love talking about. And I actually put on my private story the other day to manifest and romanticize your life because no one else will. And I started getting into manifestation, I wanna say two years ago, maybe in like the first lockdown, I needed something to give me some hype. So manifestation is kind of what I turn to. And I think it's so... True in the sense to manifest and romanticize your life because you have to believe in yourself 100% because no one else will. No one is going to take the time out of their day to do that for you everyone is selfish in this world we all want ourselves to achieve the most we can be and sometimes that turns into selfishness that's why i think manifestation is so important and why i chose to implicate it in my life because it allows me to romanticize my life in a way which doesn't need the help or inputs of others so it allows the overall experience to be more personal currently I'm really into like repetitive writing when it comes to manifesting my future so like I will be and then like repeating it a 100 times or whatever and I've been doing that over the last week and I've really enjoyed doing that and just that's just one of the ways you can manifest. I have invested in a journal mainly for my thoughts but also for manifesting so I recommend getting yourself a journal the thing is there's so many ways to manifest i actually did a whole video on it a while ago so go watch that if you want to learn more of like what it is how to implicate it in your life i'll leave a link in the description of this podcast but go manifest please because then at least you can say you tried you know all right it is now time for Feeding the Fame. This is where Fiji, the latest and hottest celeb gossip and headlines and discuss the positives, the negatives and the ugly of all of it. As always, don't take any of these as facts. This is the internet after all. It's not the most dependable source and it never will be. But without further ado, let's get into it. i have started to watch The Chair on Netflix which has Sandro in it. I actually discovered it after watching an interview she did with I want to say Vanity Fair and she sat down and spoke about her career so far and how she started out so I thought I'd give it a go and I'm a little lost so far midway through episode two so I can't really judge it that much but it has some good reviews so I'm going to stick with it so that's what's new on Netflix at the moment. Ed Sheeran announced his new album equals god I wasn't expecting that one (laughs) it's set to come out on the 29th of October Sheeran spoke on Instagram live while on holiday with his family he said the imagery on the album cover which is like this red butterfly theme going on um represents new life Annie I quote I've been through over the last four years different experiences in life including getting married having a kid losing a friend I think this album is gonna be very personal I he released visiting hours on like YouTube the other day and I listened to it and it's quite heavy stuff so I'm excited for this new album We definitely need one. Divide was, I don't even want to know how long ago now, but I'm excited for this new album's come out. Ed Sheeran is such just a classic songwriter that... When he releases music, it's just such this big thing, and it's like it's really a memory for all of us. And yeah, okay, I've definitely got better at reading this week. I completed *Invisible Women*. That was a heavy book in the sense that it's nonfiction, so it's based on facts and statistics, but it was extremely interesting. I know in the last episode I said I wasn't going to buy any more books, but. One may have slipped into my Amazon basket. I'm gonna start reading it today, actually. It's called The Idea of You by Robin Lee. It got recommended to me on Book Talk, and I mean, if that's not persuasive enough, I don't know what is. Uh yeah, it went straight in my basket and I'm excited to read it. Hopefully I'll be finished by the next episode so I can give you a rundown of it when I'm done. But I'm very excited. I actually have um another book saved in my Amazon basket. I think it's called like X Talk or something. I struggle with spending money on books but we all know after I've read this one the money will probably be leaving my bank account very painfully and yeah I think I need to invest in a bookshelf at this point because I just love buying books but I love reading books it comes out okay um Right, let's get into what I've been listening to. My Artist of the Week this week it has to go to Phoebe Bridges. I've loved her for the longest time, but I was listening to this like random playlist I had on Spotify, like on Shuffle, and her song Motion Sickness came on. I just fell in love with her music again. I've also been loving a bit of James Bay recently, taking it back a bit. Um, The album Chaos and, Chaos and the Calm. I think it's called that. It's just the classic, like, best fake smile. Just, oh, honestly, just the feels, really. Um, I don't even care to go on holiday anymore. Just get me to a concert, please. It has been... I think my last concert was 2019, 2018. And that makes me really sad. And I don't like that at all. So get me to a concert please this week's tiktok music find is 19 by dylan so good giving me major taylor swift vibes and i'm here for it also um i guess i'm in love by clinton kane i've talked about his music before and i love him so much his voice is like i don't know who i'd describe it to maybe like sam smith maybe um that like i can by sam smith has it's all over TikTok which means it's in my head constantly but it's a great song so I can't really judge it. Anyway that leads us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Remember you can send in your dilemmas or topics you would like me to discuss on the podcast via the anonymous google form linked in the description of this podcast and follow social rewired on instagram i'd like to just say a thank you to everyone who does write into the dilemma diary it makes these episodes 10 times more entertaining and i do really appreciate it so go check out the instagram check out the tiktok for all updates and extra info and i'll see you in the next episode have a wonderful week goodbye